I recently walked into um, the yeshiva kitchen one day and the cook, the one who's in charge of the kitchen, non-Jewish person from Mexico, I said, Rabbi, I have a question for you. And the question was, he says that, you know, you read in the Bible that uh, God used to talk to people. He talked to Abraham, he talked to Isaac, to Jacob, to other prophets. Why doesn't he talk to anyone nowadays? Why doesn't he tell us what's right and what's wrong? Um, he says, you guys, you know, you're always praying there and so on. And does he, t you know, he doesn't talk to you either. So, so what's going on? Why was there this change of policy? Which is a very good question. I told him I want to think about it and give him an answer. Um, perhaps the answer lies in a very beautiful idea that the Rebbe said in a Fabrengen this week, Shabbos Parsha Shlach, 28 years ago. I want to uh, give over the, the point of a lengthy idea that the Rebbe explained then. So the Pasuk says, Shlach Lecha Anoshim, Hashem comes to Moshe and says, send for yourself people, spies, to go to the land of Israel. Rashi says, what does it mean, Shlach Lecha, send for you? So it says, Ledaitcha, Ani Eini Mitzava Oizcha. Hashem says, I'm not telling you to send spies. As far as I'm concerned, you don't need spies. You want to send, send. The Jewish people are asking to send spies. It's okay. And that's what it means, lecha. Do it, do it your way. You want to do it that way. You want to, you understand that it's necessary. Do it. I'm not, Hashem says, I'm not telling you to do it. If you want to do it, do it. And the Rebbe asked, why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu see a red flag? You know, till now, Hashem would tell Moshe what to do, and they did it. Um, it was all about mitzvahs. What Hashem said, they did. What Hashem said, not, not. Now that they're coming with an idea, and Hashem says, you know what, I don't think it's necessary. You want to do it, do it. Why was Moshe not concerned? Why wasn't there a red flag? So why did he actually go ahead and do it? That was the question. The question becomes even more complicated because 40 years later, Yehoshua, when he's going to bring the people into Eretz Yisrael, again goes ahead and sends spies. Now why in the world would he do it after he saw the total debacle of the first time? And in fact, he was one of them, right? He was one of the two, we know the story that the 12 were sent, 10 came back with a bad report, only two were positive, Yeshua and Kalev. So this very same Yeshua who was part of the story and saw its, you know, dismal failure, why would he go ahead and send spies 40 years later? Didn't, doesn't he see that this is so problematic? The truth is, uh, on a tangent, the Alter Rebbe in Lukut Yotere writes that it must be that Yeshua was commanded by Hashem to do so, because otherwise he never would have done it. But the Rebbe said, that's not Pshuti Shal Mikra, on a simple level of understanding in the verses, it doesn't say anywhere that Hashem told Yeshua to do it. So on a simple level of reading, we have to understand Yeshua did it on his own, his own prerogative. So the question stands, why would he do this after he saw it did not work out the first time? So these are the two questions. A, why did Moshe Rabbeinu do it? After Hashem says, I'm not telling you to do it. If you want, do it. Why did Moshe go ahead and do it? B, why did Yeshua do it 40 years later after having seen its failure? And to make a long sikha short, the point the Rebbe said is the following. When, when Moshe Rabbeinu hears from Hashem, I'm not commanding you to do it. If you want, do it. Do it based on your own das, on your own seichel. Moshe Rabbeinu did not see this as a red flag. He didn't see this as something negative. He saw this as something positive and wonderful. Um, maturing means the ability and the need to make one's own decisions. A little child is told what to do step by step. As a child grows, he's expected not to be after told by his parents or teachers exactly what to do with 9 o'clock and what at 10 and 1 at 11, but we're hoping that the child's mind and his moral system, um, moral, moral compass, has matured to a level where he's able to make decisions and know right from wrong, even when not clearly and directly told what to do.
When Moshe Rabbeinu hears Hashem telling him, you know what, use your own head. I'm not telling you what to do, do it on your own. Moshe didn't see this as a problem. Moshe saw this as the greatest compliment. That Hashem now is telling us that I'm not, it, you, you've, come, you've come too far. And I'm not too far. You've come far enough to be able to make your own decisions. And I'm specifically staying out of it. I want to see what you're going to do and how you're going to do. Moshe Rabbeinu understood, and correctly so, that this is a very necessary step in the growth of the Jewish people as they're going into the land of Eretz Yisrael. Now, obviously, when we make things, when we make choices on our own, when we're not directly guided and instructed, we might make mistakes. And in the story of the Miracle, they did make a mistake, and they, they, they dismally failed because they drew conclusions that were negative, that were against Hashem's will. But Yeshua understood 40 years later that the fact that there was a failure based on their using their own um, their own seichel, their own thoughts, their own understanding, doesn't mean that therefore we're not supposed to use our own seichel. In other words, the concept of Ladaitcha of making our own decisions and figuring things out is a is a pertinent, necessary part of growing up. And even if a child makes a mistake, even when we're growing up, we make mistakes, that doesn't mean that therefore from now on we shouldn't make decisions. That doesn't mean that therefore we go back to being a child that has to be commanded step by step. We still have to mature and we still have to use our own thinking. So yes, we made a mistake and we'll try again until we get this right. And that's why 40 years later, Yeshua still continued that path that he saw from his teacher, Moshe Rabbeinu of of using our own understanding and making the necessary decisions. Um, and even if we failed once, we'll do it again. And indeed, 40 years later, when they went into Israel, they got it right and they did it properly. So this is what I answered to our, um, to our cook in yeshiva. In the, when Klal Yisrael, when the Jewish people, when mankind itself was in more of an infantile state, when we were just young, we need a basic direction from God, what He wants and how He wants. And for that, He gave us the Torah. And for that, He gave us the prophets who told us the mitzvahs and told us the 630 mitzvahs of the Torah and then the, the Noahide laws for all mankind. We need a clear direction, clear guidance from Hashem. But ultimately, we're supposed to mature. Ultimately, we're supposed to be able to know based on what was told to us, what's the right things and how to act and how to behave. We have the, we have the Torah, we have our instruction manuals and guides. We have who to, where to look to find out what Hashem wants from us. Ultimately, to be spiritual people and to be good people is not to be told and directed, do this and don't do that on a day-to-day -day from something above that's appearing to us, but for us to be able to find that within ourselves and to be able to use the proper guides that were given to us in order to know what the right decisions are. Of course, when we go off too far, we say, okay, if it's up to me, I'll make my own decisions. I'll disregard what I was told. Then we make the mistake of the Miraglim. See, there's two sides to the story. On the one hand, the Miraglim are told, use your own minds. Yeah, you want to send spies? Sure. Figure this out. On the other hand, as soon as we draw conclusions that are against what Hashem told us, then then we're the miraglim. Then we've we've used the gift given us of making choices to make wrong wrong choices. So it's really about mastering the art of using our own mind and using our own um, our own feelings to make the decisions based on what we're told to us and based on what Hashem wants us to do. So if they would go in and use their minds and ways to figure out how to conquer Israel, that's great. 
That's wonderful. But when they came back and said, you know what, we used our own thinking and therefore we decided we can't do it. At this point, they went against what Hashem wanted from them. And the very same is for us. We have to use our minds, we have to use our emotions, we have to use our hearts, we have to use everything at our disposal to make the right decisions. But our guidelines are the decisions that Hashem set out for us in the Torah that He gave us, in the halachas that He gave us, and through the great tzaddikim of the generations who teach us how to live as Klal Yisrael. Have a wonderful Shabbos.